Welcome back to Small Town Journey. Today, UFOs and conspiracies. <laughs> Let's go. Free reign to talk about anything. <laughs> Mermaids. <laughs> <laughs> wow, who knows, bro? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I, I probably first started taking this stuff kind of seriously listening to joe rogan and yeah, hearing about same. all the ufos and all that yeah um well yeah especially commander david fravor yeah uh, he was that guy that um was flying one of the guys flying the jets and they yeah. identified this weird floating object yeah. that was shooting around and he testified in congress i think about yeah. it yeah totally. and so congress has put in all these laws i think like whistleblower laws mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. to, to protect people who want to mm. come out uh, mm. especially high-ranking officials mm. um and so one of the latest things that's happened uh just this month uh june is um yeah some guy from the government has said mm. that um a former intelligence official has said that they have intact and partially intact alien vehicles <laughs> yeah harder yeah um, David yeah, Crush is his name. Wow. G-R-U-S-C-H. Wow. So, yeah, it's actually like, it sounds like whatever, but. This is fascinating This is to actually me, this stuff. real stuff. Yeah. Have you ever heard of the name Bob Lazar? Yeah, man. Yeah, I've watched Bob that Lazar documentary is, on uh, yeah. Apple TV. He's yep. been on Joe Rogan heaps. Mm-hmm. And Joe Rogan's one who's like pretty good at reading a room. And I've heard him say about Bob Lazar, it's like. His story has always been consistent mm. for, since like the eighties. Yeah, and we call it a conspiracy theory, but it's like Joe Rogan says. Of all the voices I've listened to, mm. Bob Lazar's story has never changed. Yeah, yeah, and like so, and it makes me think. Okay, he clearly knows something. Yeah, you know. Yeah, no, I've watched that documentary. It's Man. it's awesome. Just to give anyone listening an idea, <sighs> he uh, used to work at Los Alamos Labs, and then in the 80s, he got recruited to go and work at this place, Area S4, which is in the desert uh, out from Las Vegas. It's in that whole area where... um, Is that Area 51? Yeah, it's next to Area 51 or something like that. The Area S4 at Area 51 or something like that. Anyway, Um. and he says that he worked on reverse engineering alien craft yeah and he came out in 1989 because he feared for his life yeah because he started having all these weird things and threats and he started taking groups of people to see yeah because they they were he he says allegedly they were test driving these um ufos (laughs) yeah or uaps or whatever they call them now uh and so to prove that he wasn't crazy, he would take groups of friends out there what? to witness it in the middle of the night. Say, so, see, I'm not crazy. This yeah. is what is happening. Yeah, they saw I, it. And I want, I want protection. Yeah. I want yeah. I want the knowledge in yeah. my community. Yeah, that I'm not crazy. So, so that if I suddenly disappear, mm. it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> you guys know I'm not crazy. There was one time where this might be the same thing where this guy showed him something that was actually producing a gravitational force. And he's like, we can't. We can't do that. Mm-hmm. We can't produce, you know, like, and he said, try and touch this um, spherical object, you know, like try and, and, but it repels you. Yeah. And so it's like, it's actually right. creating its own gravity. Weird. And 
so Bob was like straight away, he's like, that's not weak. Human capabilities, we can't do that, you know? Interesting. Yeah, because he, he said that um, the energy supply on this craft mm. relied on something called element 115, mm. um, which they... <laughs> yeah. Um, let me just pull it up here because it's interesting. Element nice. 115 nice. Is, was actually first synthesized in 2003 by a joint team of Russian Americans, but yeah. it's called Moscovium is uh, the name, yeah. element 115. Yeah, and we've only been able to make it exist for like a fraction of a second because it's unstable. We, yeah. don't, we don't know how. Yeah. But Bob Lazar was referring to element 115 in 1989 before wow. before people had actually Man. proven its existence. So yeah. just weird stuff like that, eh? Oh yeah. Um, so for me, I mean, yeah, I Rogan's a funny one because he's like, I want to believe so bad, but also I just want to smell out the bullshit and just <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. figure out yeah. what you're like because there's so many nut jobs as well. Yeah. So many things yeah. people are claiming and what Joe Rogan is just are not true. Oh, hundred percent. What he's really good at is like by talking about stuff and having people on the podcast. It's not him saying we condone or believe this, mm -hmm. but that's the beauty of Joe's impartiality mm. because his willingness to listen to those people means you get discussions no one else gets. Yeah. I mean, for me, where there's smoke, there's fire. So there's something totally, going on. Totally. And whether that's just advanced uh, um, vehicles that yeah. the military has been able to make, whatever. But there's something flying around out there mm -hmm. that people yeah. are seeing and these um, air, uh, like, fighter jet pilots are seeing. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it weird, bro? Like, all the presidents so far have been asked about aliens. And they all say, I can't either confirm or deny. You know, like... Oh, yeah. There, you know, there, was, there was one famously that said, I can neither confirm nor deny. Yeah, yeah. But, but it is like... Now, it's, like, way more out in the open than it's ever been, eh? Like, you know, they always used to like to say, like, you know, because, say, talk show hosts and stuff will say to them, do you get debriefed on aliens when you're president and all of that? Yeah. And the presidents will always say, oh, yeah, I can't, you know, can't tell you, you know. I can neither confirm nor Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but I'm always like, hmm. But it makes me think, in real general terms, bro, we know way less than the actual like there's people out there who know a way bigger picture of life than we do yeah you know like it's one of those things the more you know the more you realize yeah. you really don't know anything yeah as things become more complicated one of my favorite conspiracies yeah is um john f kennedy shooting yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, in dallas now as a small town boy uh i've been to dallas yeah, yeah nice. it was epic unbelievable love that city nice um but yeah we went to they call it the sixth floor museum and uh, yeah. it's the top floor up there where the i think it's the, maybe the top oh, yeah no. yeah anyway it's the sixth floor uh where the guy was supposedly up in the corner there taking i didn't the shot. know you'd been here what the heck yeah man uh about a year ago yeah see this is the thing we've talked about in the previous episode where like 
we don't talk to each other off mic, so then we've got stories. <laughs> wow. Well, we don't catch up enough. But, yeah, yeah we went to there when we went to Texas oh, right, last right, year. Oh, right, right, right. No, that's me. And, uh, yeah, I, I ran out onto the road and got my photo taken where he died. <laughs> <laughs> like, smiling and, like. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah, you do that. And Sensitive then you're like, as oh, always. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the, all the details surrounding that, there's actually a really cool documentary. Is it? Oh, I think it's on Netflix. It might yeah. be Disney. Oh. And it, it's kind of, it's made in a movie style. Okay. But it's about, yeah, a guy researching all these details. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually, it was, I think, written and directed by this famous guy that's done a lot of conspiracy work. Which is, yeah, quite funny. He, like, specializes in making conspiracy films. Mm. Yeah. Uh, is but, his name David someone? Uh, oh, I don't know. We can, we can look it up. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah the yeah. claim was Lee Harvey Oswald worked alone. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Took, and took the took shots. From the Texas School Book Depository, which is that sixth floor that you went up yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. And it's pretty, like, all the analysis they've done shows that it would have been virtually impossible to take those shots that um, totally. close together from that distance to that accuracy. Totally. And even when you look, when you watch the footage of him getting shot, which is kind of crazy, by the way, you yeah. can see the direction of like where it his head from. moves. It came from yeah. two different directions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so they think there was three shooters actually. Wow. I think is what they yeah. ended up saying. Yeah. Uh, but he, yeah, and then he was going to go to jail and then he got assassinated. Mm. Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah, that's right. He got associated by Jack Ruby that he owned a whole bunch of like nightclubs oh, in Dallas. It was messy. And we don't know. Like we seriously just don't know what happened yet. No. But um, I need to find out the name of this documentary. But yeah. at, at the end of this documentary, it says about how there is actually some documents that are locked away in a safe somewhere, which uh, for whatever reason, by law, they're they're able to be unlocked um, in the next couple of years. Really? And I mean, me just being me and being facetious, I think probably what it was is the old guys at the time wanted to keep it hush hush. Yeah. And so they just specified a date far into the future (laughs) when they knew they'd be dead. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what, yeah, hard. Yeah, this is, it's so fascinating because I think we mentioned that, but uh, I think it was Robert Kennedy Jr. that was on Joe Rogan just recently. Oh, yeah. And I think I mentioned to you, he is uh, John F. Kennedy's nephew. Right. And he believes mm-hmm. that there was some CIA involvement. Really? And that with his dad and his uncle having been removed, Joe Rogan said to him, Are you, is that something you're worried about? And he said, it's not something I live in fear of, but I am 100% aware of it. Like, you know. Man. Imagine that, eh? Like, your uncle and your dad. Heck yeah. You'd yeah. be like, man, oh, obviously I'm going to go like that. Yeah. <laughs> but isn't he, because obviously not going political, but he's standing for president. Yeah. And it makes you think, like, that's pretty bold. That is brave. <laughs> eh? Having the Kennedy Seriously. name and standing for president again. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oliver yeah. Stone was the guy that um, directed uh, that, that documentary. Yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting. 
Was it a weird feeling being in Dallas? And that's in that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, to put it bluntly, yeah. Yeah. But it was just cool. I just, yeah. I love experiencing the history and yeah, the actual locations. Yeah, yeah. I'm a history man like that it's too. It's dope, man. Um, yeah. Um, and it was obviously just so hot. Yeah. And uh, it, it started raining that afternoon too, but it was still hot. Yeah, hot And rain. I just remember that feeling. Yeah. You know, where it's just mm. baking hot, but you've got this cold rain falling on you and walking through the streets and having my photo taken where John F. Kennedy was killed. uh, Did you drive in Dallas? I did not drive. No. Uh, I would be far too terrified. I've been to America and I've driven a couple times, but it's like, it's for New Zealanders and stuff, it's like daunting as because we're on different sides of the road and like Dallas is crazy, busy. (laughs) 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 Well... Some would argue that I shouldn't even drive in New Zealand roads, let alone American massive city roads. Like, <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't realize, but Oliver Stone also created this documentary called Nuclear Now. Mm. And it's talking about um, addressing climate change with a move away from fossil fuels to nuclear. Now, this is something as an engineer, mm-hmm. I'm an engineer, right? I understand certain elements of physics and energy Mm -hmm. and it's always i've always thought why is everyone so against nuclear and i get it i understand Mm -hmm. the disasters Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. um yeah all all that detail people been hurt Mm -hmm. and blah blah Mm -hmm. blah Mm -hmm. um but the reality is in 2023 it's actually a very safe technology Mm -hmm. and the energy density is Mm. off the chain so, um, mm. like, you can buy little uh, modular reactors now. Mm. Um, actually, I'll look up the details so mm. I can fill everyone in. Totally. But you know Huntley Power Station? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like a one megawatt power station. Right. Right. And, um, yeah, you can buy <laughs> a, a little modular nuclear reactor. Yeah. Which has that same capacity, one did I say megawatt? No way. Or gigawatt. So there's these tiny little reactors. Wow. Um, and that would power, you know, like all of Auckland, no stress at all. Wow. Um, Westinghouse. Westinghouse have announced a small <laughs> modular nuclear reactor. <laughs> they make reactor. washing machines. Well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what reactor do you have? Oh, Westinghouse. Do you have the latest reactor? <laughs> Are you going to upgrade to the latest reactor? (laughs) Yeah. So these things cost a billion dollars and uh, 300 megawatt. So there is a a one gigawatt one. Oh, yeah. So Huntley must be a gigawatt. Ah, right, right, right. So it's a thousand megawatts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you could put three of these little things and be the size of Huntley. And I mean, that's tiny for a, a nuclear reactor. Um, and so anyway, going back to what I was talking about, Oliver Stone has done this documentary. Yeah. Basically just calling the bullshit on all the um, activists that say that nuclear is unsafe and mm. that it's bad mm. for the environment mm. and, and everything yeah. and the waste yeah. is not actually an issue anymore. Really? And all of this stuff, molten salt reactors, the different designs of reactors. So, you know, I think here's an interesting thing. And I will preface this by saying carefully, like the Chernobyl disaster. Mm-hmm. tragic 
sad, you know, like, but it's it's obviously made that area uninhabitable for so long, mm. right? Yeah. So if you're surface level, observationally like me, mm-hmm. and you look at Chernobyl, probably make, you know, it does maybe make the uh, average Joe totally nervous going, holy crap, like. Yeah. But, but you know, so if you, you just look at Chernobyl and go. Mm, at face value. Yeah, yeah, at face value, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. The, the thing that gets me annoyed is that your average Joe shouldn't be making decisions about the energy infrastructure of a country. That's true. It should be engineers yeah. and qualified people who understand energy and yes. can conduct yeah. risk analyses yeah. to and cost-benefit analysis, yeah. quite frankly. Mm-hmm. So in, in New Zealand, there's a big push to do a pumped storage facility in the South Island. Mm-hmm. And it would cost it would cost multiples on what that Westinghouse reactor would cost. Right. Billions of dollars. Really? And all it would mean is that in the middle of the night, when people aren't using energy, they will divert that energy to pumping water up a hill so that when they need to, they can let it run back down again and create electricity. Wow. Um, and the reason they have to do that is because not a lot of people know, but on, on a power grid, you need a constant load. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Makes when sense. you're not using the electricity, they have to just let it basically burn. Right. Just shoot off mm-hmm. into heat mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever. Yeah. And um, so they're proposing to use that extra energy to do pump storage. Mm. Perfectly, like, valid thought, except for the losses that are involved because uh, there is losses of energy in that process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the fact that it costs multiple billions of dollars Yeah. Um, when there could be uh, a better use of that money spent. Anyway, New Zealand probably won't ever see nuclear in my lifetime, but mm. I would really like it if... Interesting. wonder who proposed would. that in the South Island. Uh, it's a bunch of lecturers, a bunch of oh, smart yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, mm. which is kind of interesting because you think they'd come up with a better solution than that. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, all I can say is thank God that the people with big vision put in a bunch of hydro dams when they did. Totally. Because hydro... In totally. my opinion, is the ultimate. It's yeah. You just got water running down a country. Yeah. Just chuck some turbines in there and start generating power. It's, it's pretty it's amazing. Pretty um shows pretty good foresight, eh? It's so good. Speaking of that, bro, did you know that with the closest one to us is Karapiro Dam, mm. and like they have to replace the turbines. Yeah. And from like later this year, it'll be closed for two years. Wow. While they replace the turbines. Yeah. Because I don't think they've replaced the turbines since it was, um, yeah, since it was Since a long built. time anyway. Yeah. 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 No, I, it's it's intense. This infrastructure we take for granted because we just plug our, like, our mm. iPhone in and charge it and mm. no stress, <laughs> yeah. turn the lights on, all good. <laughs> but the reality is we've got some very old technology in our grid. Yeah. And with the electrification, everyone's expecting mm. to be able to plug in their cars <laughs> yeah. and charge them. Yeah. I, I think we've got we're going to have an issue on my hands. Yeah. And I know a lot of a lot of other people think that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you uh, seen the the Family Guy clip called "What It Would Have Been Like to Be Thomas Edison's Neighbor"? <laughs> 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 I 
It's like no. Thomas Edison living with all these lights and heat and his neighbors like living in the dark in the, <laughs> in the shack. Is he like poking fun at him? Too? Yeah, yeah. I'll see if I can find it. It's hilarious and you can play the audio, but it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'll pull that audio from the clip. Yeah, yeah, chuck yeah. Chuck it in. Yeah, chuck it in. And then after I'll, that, we'll sign off. Yeah, I'll show you later. But um, yeah, we'll. Yeah. Well, oh, that that was quite cool. That's uh, that's interesting. That's a that's yeah, a conspiracy man. episode and Ben's energy rant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've got plenty more rants man. where that came from. I don't know where. I don't know you'd been to Dallas. Hey? I wonder where if there's like a list of places that I'd like to go. That my favorite place in Dallas. Yeah, was Deep Allen Brewery. Ah, uh-uh. yeah. They had a really nice hazy IPA, <laughs> and um, we also went to this dope rooftop bar. Nice, where you look out over the lights of Dallas from the <laughs> from the second story up. Nice. You like you sit in a booth having a drink, and yeah. you're just looking out at the lights of the city. It was mean. amazing. Yeah. Look at Edison over there with his damn electricity. Hey Edison, how about sharing some of those light bulbs, huh? Hey, figure it out for yourself, man. We're freezing our asses off over here. Hey, man, how do you think I feel? You know, you, you get to look at my great house. I got to look at that dark thing. huh? Oh, what, what is that, a candle over there? Oh, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's a candle. We're, we're freezing over here. Oh. We have none of them. No one of my family's taking a bath in a month. We stink. It stinks hey, over man. here, you jerk. I can't hear you over my central. Hey, what do you go to hell, Edison? Hey, bite me, man. Hey, hey you guys seen The Office? Oh, no, oh, I guess you haven't because you don't have a TV. Hey, how about I come over there and kick your ass? Ooh, yeah, come on over. Thanks for listening to Small Town Journey. If you want to connect with us, you can send us an email, smalltownjourneypodcast at gmail.com. Or if you go to www.anchor.fm forward slash smalltownjourney, you can send us a voice memo and give us some feedback on anything we may have talked about. Shout out to Samuel James, who creates this amazing music that you're hearing underneath my voice right now. He creates thoughtful, ambient, beautiful sounds so if you need some custom music check out his link in our description for his instagram and send him a message but anyway thanks again for listening this has been small town journey